Hi, I'm Paul. Welcome to Fitness in 15. So where we try to make health and fitness things easy to digest within 15 minutes. Um, I'm Paul Ellis. Um, I'm the owner of E5 Fitness, master's degree in nutrition and a performance diploma, oh, sorry, diploma in performance nutrition. And I'm with my co-host, Hi everybody, I'm Mike. So I come from a sports science background and have a BSc in sports science. Um, I have recently switched to a medical science PhD though, uh, which focuses on neuro and motor function rehabilitation. Um, so I suppose we should kick this off. Paul, why are we doing this podcast? Um, Saj, I see so many people fail and fuck up with everything fitness and nutrition because of all the crap that's out there so the idea of this podcast is to sort of reach as many people as possible and hopefully help as many people as possible um by just some decent information and some actionable content really um yeah that's about it excellent yeah that sounds you know pretty good to me um yeah, I suppose based on that then, like, you know, obviously yourself and E5 being a coach, a fitness coach in business, what do you see people kind of failing the most to get, you know, and what fails probably a bad word, but, you know, struggle with, shall we say? See, I don't think people actually fail. Um, people are failed would probably be a better way of putting it. Like people, obviously people do fail and like everybody fails and it's always good to fail. And it's never really a failure if you learn from it. I'd agree with that. So it's like if you do a bench press and you get the bar stuck on your chest and you have to sit sit up whilst the whole gym looks at you and you struggle and literally nobody helps you. I've 100% been there. It's horrendous. A horrible feeling. We've all been there. I've learned never to do that again because it sucked. So is it a <laughs> failure? Yeah, it was embarrassing, but it was it was is what it was. I would argue it was a so, little I would argue it was a learning curve. Yeah, a, a significant learning curve, yes. <laughs> but it's not, a, people don't fail, they're just failed by things. So things like slimming clubs, things like fad diets, things like marketing, anywhere from like the 80s, Mr. Motivator, to girls not being able to lift weights, to um, fucking eight-week transformation programs that give prizes at the end. All these things drive people to fail, but it's not the person that fails, it's the system that the in fails. Yeah, I completely see that, to be honest with you. And I think you're right, you see it posted all over social media, detox diets and everything like that. And it is just a marketer's dream, really, the health and fitness industry, I guess. Um, no, it's, which- it's a multi, multi, multi-billionaire, billion pound industry. Like People are going to make money off it, I get that. But don't tell Sally, who's lost a stone and a half, she sucks at losing a stone and a half because someone else got absolutely shredded in the same time frame. Makes no sense. No, I'd, I'd agree with that completely. You know, People, are, um, people don't fail, they are failed. That's a, if that grammatically correct. Right. I'd say. Um, yeah, no, I'd, I'd, I'd completely agree with you on that. I think it's a very interesting point. Um, and... Yeah, as, as I say, it, it's. I suppose people just need to ask themselves before taking on any advice. Okay, well, what does this person want to gain from me? I suppose. Um, yeah, but the thing with that, there's always there's always going to be an ulterior motive. 
It's like, there is. I yes, I want to help people, and I want to help as many people as I possibly can. If I could could do it for free, I would. But yeah. I've got to pay my mortgage. So to me, there is still an ulterior motive for me to get to talk to people because I'm in a way thinking, all right, well, this person might pay me down the line. Mm. So there is always an ulterior motive, but there's a there's a way to do it. Like I'm not going to con someone into working with me. That does make a lot. So by saying, oh, by the way, yeah, you know, that three stone you want to lose, yeah, we'll have that off you in a, a month. You yeah, know, you can't lie to people. It just doesn't work. Which, well, yeah, completely. And I guess it's, you know, the one advice I'd give people is look at the credentials of whoever is, you know, whoever you're talking to, you know, um, see if they actually know what they're talking about or not, or if it's just a marketer being very good at marketing. Um, but yeah, to swing it back onto this week's topic, I suppose, which is goal setting. <laughs> there will be a lot of babble in this, everybody. Um, just to pre-warn you, we'll try to keep it down to 15 minutes though. Um, so you said people fail. You see people, I don't like the word fail, let's say struggle. People struggle with the things in the health and fitness industry. So I guess the next question I'm going to ask you, Paul, is what and how should people goal set to achieve? Uh, people suck at goal setting. All right, smart targets are out the window because it's like smart targets don't exist anymore, really, because nothing about it is smart because people people focus on the wrong thing, one. So usually you'll get two types of people come to you. One will want to lose weight and one the other one will want abs. And I'm not going to point at those two being gender-based, but they usually are. Yep. Um, and people what people do is they'll pick an arbitrary amount of weight because they feel like that is the amount of weight they should lose. Whereas if you actually genuinely ask them, if you lost that weight but looked the same, would you be happy? They would say no. So one, they're stuck at picking what they should be, what their goals actually are. And two, what they'll do is they'll say, I want to lose, let's say, a stone. But if they only weigh 10 stone, that's gonna yeah. that's a tenth of their body weight they're trying to lose. So it's gonna be a lot bigger than if they weigh 20 stone. All right. Definitely. They're gonna have a lot yeah. a lot. They're gonna have less fat mass, they're gonna have less calories to play with, they're gonna have to really grind and be a lot more serious about it. And probably for a longer period of time than someone who is double their weight, who has more calories to to play with because they're gonna be in a bigger deficit. And they, because they've got a lot more fat, they're going to increase the rate of weight loss. What people and need to do is the need... I was about to say, I suppose that's where slimming clubs and things fail people in that if you've got 10 stone Sally, who's lost three pounds that week, and you've got Susan, who's, I don't know, 18 stone, who's lost a stone in that week, you know, it's, you know, has Sally failed? I'd argue no, if that's what she wants to do. And you know, she's still lost weight. And But again, has she lost weight? Has she lost body fat? Has she lost muscle mass? There's so much water weight. There's so many um, variables in that, I guess. Um, so to do it on weight alone is a very bad thing to be doing in the first place. Yeah. So like I said, people pick the wrong thing to be going by. And then two, the, they, they pick such a huge goal that it's one too far away for them to care because they don't have a crippling or crushing deadline. 
So if you say, all right, well, I've got a holiday in four weeks, people yeah. are a lot, a lot more inclined to work hard because they've got something as a, as a goal. Whereas if they say, I want to lose a stone, yeah. or when do you want to lose it back? No, I, I'm not really too bothered. Yeah, as long as I get it off. Kind of <laughs> yeah, answer. it'll come off. So, um, yeah. And it's like, well, actually, do you want to lose stone then? Because like, well, from what you're saying, it doesn't really look that way. So what I tend to do with my clients is I used to I kind of reverse engineer their goal. So if they say to me, I want abs, or I want to lose three stone, or I want to go and do tough mudder. So like, tough mudder can be a 15-kilometer race in the mud with obstacles. Yeah, like if you've got someone who can't run 5k and can't pull their own body weight up, you want to start with all right. Well, instead of us aiming to do tough mudder and complete it, let's aim for being able to run 5k continuously. Let's aim for a pull up. Let's aim for a push up. Let's aim for some body weight movement that's going to increase your likelihood of actually completing this. Yeah, and that's where people go wrong is they just disregard the fact that there's anything between where they are now and their end goal. Yeah. I don't want to fast yeah. forward. And that's where people are let down by the system because they get sucked into your slimming clubs who promise you these things. You've got the eight week courses, transformation courses with prizes at the end. Oh, you'll win a grand if you, if you got the best transformation, it's like, but, but my transformation is my best transformation. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. What's that based on? Yeah. You know, it's based on the, the the fact it's based on the best transformation that gets the most likes on Instagram by whoever's done it. That's all it's done by because that social media rules are well. There is that completely, especially in the industry um, which you find yourself working in, you know, which um, again, it, it, exactly. And a lot of room for charlatans. And that's the, I think that's the issue with health fitness that really grinds on me, to be honest with you. Um, so yeah, so, so, I mean, that's goal setting in general, but so what advice would you give people, um, that are, you know, say you have got Susan, she's 18 stone, she wants to, you know, start this fitness journey, if you will, what advice would you give you starting out? Um, so the best piece of advice really is to take the first step. Like a lot of people wait for the perfect opportunity, the perfect time, the wait for everything to be in a line. Whereas why don't they just, if they actually take action, go and do something, go and do five minute walks, go and do 10 minutes in in the gym, go and uh, track your food for a week, eat far fruit and veg a day, get 7,000 steps. If you do any of those continuously, they'll become habitual and you will see progress because it's something that you're not likely doing right now. And people yeah. people want everything to be perfect before they start. Whereas if things, if you're really busy right now and you cannot start and go to the gym because you're really busy and that's your life, if your life is just really busy, you might have two kids, a nine to five and a hobby. And you might be able to go to the gym twice a week. That If that's your life, then the time to start is now because otherwise if you start when things are perfect, one, they're never going to be perfect. And two, you're going to get yourself into a routine that isn't your life. Completely. And yeah. you'll have, you'll spend two weeks going to the gym every day. This is brilliant. I feel amazing. Yada, yada, yada. And then you'll go back to work and it's like, oh, I can't fit the gym in and you're going to feel worse and you're going to eat shit because 
food is our go-to serotonin release. Of course. Yeah, that makes complete sense. Easy, um, easy feel good, isn't it? I guess it, it, it's an easy, it's an easy upper, as it were. Um, so yeah, thanks for that, Paul. Um, and I suppose to bring it to a close, we're talking about goal setting, you know, we're talking about, um, you know, we've, we've introduced our podcast. What are our podcast goals? I suppose it'd be a nice way to round this episode off. Um, we just, I just want to help people. I just want to make people realize that it's not as complex as they think it is and they can fit around what they're currently doing. And if that is, is, that is, that is the goal. Like it's not a case of, I want, I want people to come and pay me. I mean, fucking, if they want to, that's brilliant. But it's like, like I said, it is just leaving a little bit of a mark on people to make them realize that there's a lot of people out there trying to fuck them over, yeah. whether it be slimming clubs, fad diets, detoxes, juice plus, Herbalife. I don't care. I, I don't mind getting sued about Herbalife. Fucking shit. <laughs> but it's it's the people that are the most vulnerable who need the most help. And if we help two people by this, pod, by this podcast, like I'd see that as a success. Oh, I couldn't agree more with you there, mate. I think it's, um, like you say, even if it's one person that listens and goes... Actually, you know what this, you know, program, this nine, 10 week program that I bought off whoever um, that's telling me to go to the gym four, five, six times a week, but I've got three kids at home and I work 60 hours a week. And, you know, and and if it just makes them have that little spark of, okay, I've got to do this to work around my life, not my life to work around it. For me, I think for me personally, I think that's... um, to win that's a big box it's a win it's 100 a win for this podcast so i think that's a great way to um round the episode off there yeah so we'll hopefully say see you next week do you say see you next week um i'm not sure and i don't want to say you're week. listening next week i don't oh, yeah, well, we have decided to do next week yeah we'll, we'll we'll figure that out but yeah like i say we can't say good evening in case someone's listening in the morning so i don't really know the official way to sign off of a podcast Bye.